0: I just started guitar and all that creative stuff and everything just seemed to be like working pretty well and yeah I don't know I feel like when that happens to me I just I don't really stop things I'm like oh but I'm supposed to be a I'm like nah this is this is fun this is cool so I'll just follow it and see where it takes me and that's kind of what I did I just I was like oh this is fun I'll just keep doing it and see what happens what's going on crew welcome to the home of Cosmic Vibes
1: that was Zalkanga Kanga Parabia, I'm Tiger Lions, and this is the Tiger Talk Podcast. If you are new to the show, this is a conversation where I dive deep into the thoughts and feelings and emotions of young people all over the world doing interesting things, with particular reference so far in travel, health, fitness, blogging, creativity in a variety of different capacities and much, much more. If you're coming back and you're tuning in weekly, I'd love to hear your thoughts either by leaving a review or subscribing if you haven't already uh, or by sending me a message. It's uh, tiger Lions on Instagram and at It's tiger Lions on Facebook. I'll drop my email in the show notes as well. It's Tiger with a Y. Uh, I'll leave that all below anyway. Uh, the first month of the show is behind us now. This is the fifth episode Just want to say that I've been overwhelmed by the support that I've received since I've started releasing these podcasts. got almost a thousand downloads in the first month, so I'm so stoked and um, just really humbled that I'm providing some value for people that uh, are resonating really well with the topics that we're covering in the show. Today was a super, super engaging conversation with Zal Kanga Parabia, who's a photographer and an artist in a... um, in a music sense as well. We went deep into the, where he draws his inspiration from and uh, where how he got into the creative scene and how he uh, gives back now, now that he's got some skills and he's got some knowledge and he's getting a bit of acknowledgement for his work. Um, so I can't wait to share this conversation with you. So let's get into the show. So, how are you, mate? I'm well, I'm well. How are you? Yeah, I'm so good. We were tossing up where to record the podcast Dad, uh we're at the Mount Law University campus at the moment and we were strolling through buildings looking for a quiet room and then we thought well why don't we just have the have the chat in nature so uh, if you hear some background chat then that's just students walking past or like the birds chirping which is a pretty <laughs> nice effect yeah. rustic I would <laughs> go as far to say well uh, I want to kick things off with um, saying that I've known you for about Oh, like seven years now, something maybe like that, yeah. maybe more. But um, when I first met you, you were like we were playing in the same soccer team, and like I'd heard like, oh, was so good at basketball, and I was like, oh yeah, sick. Um, so was I just like totally oblivious to the fact that you always had this creative side, or was that something that develops like over
0: time? <laughs> no, you weren't oblivious. Yeah, <laughs> I, I definitely. Because we like, you were, like, sport. 15 yeah. then, man. I was so it's like, we were just sporty. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was...
1: And you were a fast runner. You, <laughs> yeah. You were just, just this just guru soccer, in the soccer team. Basketball. So, like, how did it kind of come about? Was there something that happened? Um, or? Yeah, I, I pretty
0: much started I started playing guitar. Yeah. Like, similar to that time when we were on the soccer team. So, you'd never played guitar before? <laughs> no, I started playing when I was, like, 16-ish. Yeah. Um, and I was in India, actually. Yeah. And... I was hanging out with my cousin and he was playing guitar and I went to this random shop like it was the smallest shop like you can imagine like a massive city and then yeah, like yeah. a tiny little you know, like a hole in the wall you know what I mean <laughs> yeah and it's yeah the tiniest thing just like three dudes sitting there on guitar doing lessons what? and I just like watched this guy playing a C major scale like up and down like over and over and I was like that's pretty sick. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you're like I'm gonna do that I'm gonna do that <laughs> yeah so I want to be much. the union guy sitting on the yeah, side of the street playing guitar exactly <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so I just like asked my parents to get me a guitar for my birthday. Yeah. And then, yeah, it just kind of went. So that was the there.
1: kind of origin of the guitar and music scene. Yeah. What about like photography and pretty diverse guy, then you started getting into the community a bit.
0: Yeah, it, I guess it like, it all started from that, just like playing guitar with yeah. Like, Ian. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And Alex and busking and stuff at Sea Harbor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those, those days, getting kicked out and stuff. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I guess, like, because that was through year 11 and 12. And then after year 12 finished, Alex and I went travelling. Yeah. And that was kind of when I bought the camera. Yeah. And oh, so
1: initially you were like, I want to capture moments when I'm yeah. travelling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was,
0: it was more... I mean, I did photography in year 12, but I didn't yeah. have a camera and stuff. And I was, yeah, it was just kind of, like, shooting around the place. You know? Yeah. But then Sweet. I was like, I really just want to shoot, um... And I just started capturing all these photos. And I, I mainly just use the photos to write songs with. So I yeah, could like yeah. remember where I was and who I... Oh, it
1: was like stimulus for the
0: music. Oh, sweet, Pretty man. much. So it was more of like a remembering where I went and who I met. Yeah, so yeah, yeah.
1: That. Oh, sweet, man. Yeah. Fire up. Yeah, we'll get into um, a bit more of that stuff in some more depth in a bit. I just want to uh, take this sh- take this chance to maybe give people that uh don't really know like who you are like some context on like where you came from and like what you what got you to where you're sitting right now (laughs) on the (laughs) ground you mentioned you like yeah (laughs) yeah how did how did this guy get to uni (laughs) 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 in public transport yeah yeah so we're like we're where did you grow up? And uh, yeah,
0: I was Born Steve. in Sydney. Yeah? Yeah, I was born in Sydney um, in a place called Wurrunga. Warunga. Warunga? is in Moundaroon. Yeah, Warunga. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and lived there for a little bit. Yeah. And then I moved to India. Because um, your mum and dad Indian? Yeah, well, both of my parents are Indian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But my mum and dad split up. And yeah. then my mum and my stepdad and all of us kids... We moved over to India for a year and a half. Sweet. And man. I was living in like a little village over there, yeah. which was really cool. That's what? where I went to school and I learnt some languages over there. Yeah. No way. You yeah. still
1: got them with you today? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so and Indian you, Gujarati.
0: You speak that at home? Uh, no, we speak English, but it's kind of like a few words here and there, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of it's really cool. My little sister's like picked up. She she was born in India, but yeah. we moved over when she was pretty young. And no she's way. just like learned the language just what? by being around. Us. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. You guys just like mixing imagine. the language. Yeah, like mixing it and her like interpreting like what it should mean if it's yeah, mixed if it's in, in, with in that English. context. Yeah,
1: yeah fire. I can't believe it. That's one it's thing insane. that man. The
0: biggest thing I've noticed traveling around
1: is that how like in Australia, there's just no emphasis on learning a second language, but everywhere else in the world, yeah, they all speak like at least two or three. That's <laughs> yeah.
0: normal, especially it's, in Europe. Yeah, everyone's just.
1: Yeah, so the fact that she just Australia. picked that up in Australia is, like, pretty
0: unique. Yeah. Yeah, Fire I think so, awesome.
1: so then you moved back to Australia and... Yeah,
0: so then we moved, we moved over to Perth. Yeah. And I've just kind of been here ever since. Kind of, like, going back to India every now and again, going to Sydney every now and again to see my dad. Yeah. And then just kind of travelling around the so places. So cool, all. man. So where have, where have your travels taken you? Uh...
1: <laughs> So many places I can't even remember. Like, yeah. <laughs> all right, what about the what about some highlights? where it's like, yeah, we were well, just looking at some photos from Iceland.
0: Yeah, those ones were cool. <laughs> yeah, um, you've yeah, kind of been around that that Western Europe side. Yeah, um, India and around Australia quite a bit as well. What? Um, Mainly
1: yeah. on photography, kind of
0: trips yeah. or yeah. Well, they kind of they kind of just trips like I just choose to like go somewhere for a time and yeah. I try and go for like a reasonably long amount of time yeah like mostly when I go I go for like seven months or like three months or, yeah you know, yeah so I you can really, kind I just of really want to immerse yourself in there
1: yeah well that's another thing like when you go somewhere it's like yeah one thing to say I've gone here and I've traveled mm-hmm. to these places but it's another thing to like actually be there and experience what they have to offer in their yep. culture and the food and meet the people yeah so like by going there and going deep in the culture you really get a feel for like what the place is like yeah exactly it's pretty cool I
0: think that, those are probably like the highlights I guess yeah, yeah yeah all the places where I really felt like just at home like yeah. I found someone to kind of stay with for a longer extended amount of time yeah. and to like offer them something in return or like pay them to stay at their house or, you know, what? pay them with photos or music or whatever, really. You know what I mean? Like No way. Um, yeah. yeah and, that is and, s- and them, like, teaching me things as well. Yeah. yeah.
1: What? Well, that's... Now we're getting into some pretty, pretty exciting stuff because <laughs> that's, like, you're talking about almost currency, really. If you're not exchanging money, you're exchanging, like, mm. value, which is pretty much a currency. Yeah. So that's, like, pretty interesting stuff that mm. people in other countries just value something that you offer... And then they can offer you something in return, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's yeah, I think, super exciting. I think that's
0: something that holds a lot of people back. Yeah. I th- I think a lot of people think they don't, you know, have enough money to travel or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But forget that they have like so many things that they just yeah. do as a human being. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, even just offering like time to talk to someone. Yeah like man. that's so much. Like or just time to be friends with someone, like yeah. some people really appreciate that. Yeah, um, man
1: one uh, one thing that i was uh picked up this morning on a um podcast i was tuning into was i was suggesting like that if you are like discontent or you are like unhappy then you can like write a gratitude list which is pretty much just where every morning you just wake up and you look look for things that you can be grateful for and that's yeah. like exactly it's kind of funny that we're talking about it now because that's just exactly what they were saying like mm-hmm. there's so many things like it's so easy to look at the things you don't have the grass is greener kind of thing yeah but it's way more rewarding if you focus on the stuff you do have and I guess when you travel you that was kind of emphasized like whoa man I can like people value my music and if people value my photography enough that they want to like like let me stay at their house for free that's yeah. something pretty that you wouldn't really notice if you stayed put in Australia yeah which is something that unique that I guess travel brings to your life that's super yeah. exciting man so you, you kind of got like three three or four aspects of your life that you kind of like pivoted out to from sport like I know you don't really you probably play sport recreationally now yeah. but certainly not competitively no, so you, you f- yeah just for hanging out with friends like the other day I saw in the group you were like yeah bring a soccer ball so we can all <laughs> have a kick I love that man yeah. just like it's pretty much what sport was created for just like bringing a group of people together but <laughs> Um, I'm interested to know like when when you finished school and it's kind of like you played sport your whole life to like what what drove you to choose like the creative path as as opposed to like getting involved with sport
0: yeah well I was I was like playing I was playing basketball and I was playing like wobble and I tried out for state yeah but I didn't get in. I was too short. I was like the shortest person there. But you crazy. could jump, right? Yeah. You're oh, like right. I'm smaller, but I can yeah. jump yeah. taller than all of these guys. <laughs> so I guess that that one kind of just like I love basketball. I still play it. But yeah. I was like, oh, you know, if I can't get into state, like, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. I was I played rugby as well. I got into the state team for that. But rugby is just hectic. Like yeah, I didn't want to get smashed every day. So yeah. I was like, yeah, no, this isn't for me. <laughs> and, then, and I was like soccer as well. I was playing that and football. I was in the. Pommet Bay team. Yeah. For like yeah. the Frio Dockers thingamajig. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Um, but yeah, I guess, I don't know, like, you know, when you just start something and it, your life kind of just makes its own decisions. I yeah. Guess, yeah. You know, that's like, it. It just, I just started guitar and all that creative stuff and everything just seemed to be like working pretty well. And yeah, I don't know. I feel like when that happens to me, I just, I don't really stop Things and they're like, oh, but I'm supposed to be a, yeah, yeah. I'm supposed to be this. I'm like, no, this is this is fun. This is cool. So I'll just follow it and see where it takes me. And that's kind of what I did. I just, I was like, oh, this is fun. I'll just keep doing it and see what happens. Sweet man, you just like embraced it and just like let it see where it took you and yeah. And then and I guess like as a result of that, I I stopped playing as much sport. Yeah, but it was always it was always like ingrained. Yeah, yeah. I was recording the album with Ian. Yeah, for like a month straight yeah or three months but like there was this really intensive month where I was just every day like woke up mixing recording go to sleep like the whole day and so full like when you're doing that was, Was that like, for the Woods album? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just, like, remember, like, oh, wait, I can still go outside and, like, play basketball, you know? So <laughs> oh, to that's, have that, like... That, that sport does still exist. Yeah, <laughs> like, to have that inside of you, yeah. you kind of need it, because otherwise you're just, like, crazy, obsessed yeah, yeah. person that... Forgets, yeah, for sure, like, man. ...what reality is. So. Yeah,
1: of course. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. So you kind of... Well, for those people that um, don't know Zal and his friend Ian... A few years ago, it must have been when you first started playing guitar, you, was it your first sort of collaboration with yeah, him? Yeah, pretty
0: much he like taught me. <laughs> what? Like, no yeah, way. Just like playing with him and watching him. Yeah. That so that's where that relationship life. was formed? Yeah, oh. I would have never been this good at no music way, man. I didn't, wasn't lucky enough to play with fans.
1: So. That's so cool, yeah. yeah. So you, they formed this really cool band called The Woods and they released this album, which I still have on my arm <laughs> today. Uh, I don't know if you're still selling it, but I'll put the links to the iTunes link because yeah. it's really cool music, some yeah. wicked tunes. Really cool for, like, while you're travelling, just mm. tuning in and listening to the <laughs> album. There's, like, 12 songs on there, isn't there? Something like
0: that. Yeah. Eight,
1: nine. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, so the, that's Ripper album, but now you are performing... Rue. Rue my new thing. Solo. And it's... what's on the
0: horizon with that? Well, so it's it started off solo because yeah. that... I guess it was more of like a idea type thing yeah. where I realized, you know, I've been growing through this music process and yeah. having a committed kind of thing is pretty intense. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. where you're like, I'm going to play with this one person forever. And yeah. It's, it's yeah, quite intense. Sure. Like, everyone's always growing and stuff. Yeah. So, we <laughs> <yeah. laughs> just got a bit of background <laughs> going on here. That's so funny. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I just realized, like, I can't I can't do that kind of thing yeah so yeah. it's not really sustainable yeah um it's
1: a pretty important part of uh like discovering who you are as an yeah, artist
0: pretty yeah. much I just realized that this hectic commitment thing isn't really for me so yeah yeah I made this new thing called Roo and it was just like my music and I just keep writing and keep making stuff yeah and then it kind of um it create it created itself in that there were like more people that I started collaborating with like musicians yeah 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 and then that formed into like a little band and then some people left cuz you know they were growing themselves they were like oh i want to play different music or yeah whatever um and now it's like it turned into like a nine piece band and now it's like five piece so it's just forever changing yeah
1: so cool and are you the driving force behind the direction of what yeah pretty much yeah so yeah. it's
0: like i just write music and whoever's around at the time we all write music together oh then, what yeah kind of just That's so goes. cool
1: man yeah Sweet, so I'll chuck that uh the link to your Roo page in the show notes as well so people can vibe along with that. Is there um is there an influence with your like I know I was talking to you the other day and you said that everything kind of interlinks like your music and your photography, um, is all kind of like influenced by nature and community and your friends and family. Did you want to touch on like perhaps how those influences uh like Impact how your music will go into photography later, yeah, yeah, pretty
0: much. Like, I guess as I change through, like, these things that I'm interested in, yeah, you know, with like space as I'm now, and yeah, and just music in general, I guess those things feed into the music, yeah. Um, but I'd consider myself kind of like a folk artist, yeah, it's all about storytelling, Bob Dylan. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> modern like, day Bob Dylan, oh, I wouldn't, wouldn't go that far, <laughs> but yeah, it's all like storytelling and yeah i guess it's just whatever the story is that i'm kind of playing out right now yeah or whatever i'm interested in as well like fiction too sweet man. um so i think those things kind of feed into the music like yeah definitely like my family my friends and the books that i'm reading and then yeah just like if i'm reading about dragons and things like that or space they all yeah. just feed in together to create like whatever story that comes out so beautiful man <laughs>
1: yeah um like I'm still such a novice when it comes to like how to express myself as an artist but the more I've like been reading about things uh the more like I've learned that just like being an artist is about just being spontaneous and just like whatever ca- kind of happens in your day-to-day life there's a way to express it and yes. I think music- I wish I was like able to musically express myself because it's such a beautiful way to like get your thoughts and your feelings out there.
0: Yeah, it really is. It's like it's so different to other forms as well. Like I I had a time where I was thinking about photography and music and yeah I guess what are the differences in expression. And yeah yeah photography is quite like instant. Yeah. And and then you kinda go into this editing phase where you're creating a story and that's yeah. that's kind of a more long process. Yeah. But with music it's it's quite like a long and deep I guess process. You yeah know, yeah like, um, that's just kind of these things that I found playing music. It's I get to kinda of like sit and like play on my guitar or yeah. just think about rhythms and, and things like that and and it just like go into this whole other world. Yeah, yeah. You kinda of just get lost. It's really awesome art form. And then I've used so so cool.
1: Like the um when I was thinking about like music and like when you when I was coming off here I was like, I wonder like about like music and guitar and stuff and i was just thinking about when i take photos and i come back it's like it seems it it's like a it's a lot of work but it's kind of brief in terms of like the process of like from going out there and finding what it is that you want to express and how you're going to do it and then post producing it and finishing it it's pretty short yeah like to write a song is like a, a 3 or 4 minute and some of your songs are like 7 or 8 minutes <laughs> so like i could imagine there's a lot more work that goes into it And I was just getting lost in the thought about when you're writing a song, and if because I would imagine it's one, it's something that you don't do in one day kind of thing. It's like
0: most of them are like the action writing. In one day. Yeah. What? Well, that's what I was going to say. Like that, there are like styles of writing as well, and those styles can be, you know, writing over an extended period of time and adding layers. But there's still that fundamental. It's kind of like going out and taking a photo. That doesn't take very long. But making a photo book or a film or a yeah, full, you know, a full story, yeah. that takes a long time. Yeah, yeah. So I guess, you know, that it's like that constant thing. It's yeah, like just yeah. existing and taking photos for a long time means yeah. that you're going to have a body of work yeah, over the course yeah. of a year. Yeah. And it's kind of like that with music, you know. Like I write all my songs in like an hour or something or like what? a few hours just like sitting there writing them, and making them. The whole thing, like the, the, the tune and the Yeah, I usually, it. with the songs that I write, like I'll record them straight away. I'll, I might write them and kind of like sing them and, yeah. and just well, get it out. While it's kind of fresh in your head. Yeah, kind of thing. like I'll just get it out, whatever I'm feeling. Yeah. And then I'll try and record that straight away and make a full song in like a night. So what? that might take like seven hours straight or something. Seven hours yeah. and it's like just sitting down <laughs> yeah. and, and, how, and yeah. just recording all the layers and making it a proper song. Yeah. And then yeah, from there it's just like that process of the the longer thing which is, you know, post taking it to other people, post production, you know, yeah adding giving it to the band and being like, Hey guys, add whatever <laughs> you want to this, you know, like Yeah. Yeah. So
1: yeah, it's such a like so such a foreign thing for me to comprehend. But um yeah, like the avenue I was kind of going down was, like, if you're... Because for me, like, it would take a lot longer. That's probably because I'm just super... don't have any <laughs> form of talent when it comes to that. Yeah. But it's, like, if I started writing a song, then tomorrow I might just be on a total different wavelength. Mm-hmm. So it's super interesting to hear that you just sit down and you just get it all out while it's there. That's pretty...
0: Yeah. Well, that's a- the thing. Like, I realized that I can't... If I write a song one day... Yeah. And then I just leave it, I'll yeah. pretty much just forget about it yeah, like, yeah. I, can't, I can't remember that emotion yeah. and the spontaneity you're talking about as well like when you're in that yeah. moment of yeah. writing and creating that idea that thought yeah if you try and re-sit into that world yeah, like yeah. it's very hard because it's yeah. a spontaneous thing you know yeah. like you feel things so spontaneously yeah you can't just like revisit it a week later like, yeah how was I feeling then <laughs> just, it's not the same yeah which is beautiful as well like revisiting an emotion in a different light or a different way
1: that's what i was gonna say was when after you've written a song are you are you then when you're listening to it back are you revisiting that emotion that you felt when you were writing
0: it yeah i guess that's the cool thing about music as well that you can just choose (laughs) yeah (laughs) like you know playing songs live you might play the same songs over and over again but yeah For me, it's just, like, making it whatever I want to on that day. Yeah, yeah. words can mean whatever you want, right? Yeah. Yeah. um, Like, some lyrics in my songs, like, feel the water falling on your head. Yeah. Down your neck, and goes on. Um, But, like, that can mean anything, really. Like, depending on how you're feeling on the day. How you, like, interpret it. Yeah, and as well, like, I leave all of my music open to interpretation of, like, playing as well. Yeah. So, like, most of the set is improvised. Um, So, when you go out to play a set, you don't have it planned at all. You just kind of. Well, it's planned in the structure of the song and the chords and the words, you know. But the emotion and certain rhythms and certain, like, melodies, solos, and, you know, the the tempo of it, how fast we play it, if we sing it really soft or loud, or, you know, have an intro that's really long or really aggressive, you know. All of that stuff is like. I'm not like, it has to be like this. Yeah, it's yeah. just whatever it needs to be on that what? day. That's cool, yeah. man. And because there's so many people. Yeah. Like, imagine five people all coming from different places in their life at that time. You yeah, know, yeah. Today, I'd like drop my phone and I smashed it. Yeah. So you might everyone's feel had a different like day to yeah. get to that moment. Yeah, exactly. And so everyone just adds all these different things, which means that every time you play a song, it sounds different. Yeah. Which yeah. is wicked. That's like,
1: so cool. Yeah. Man, I've often wondered that. Like when I go and watch a band play live, it's often that like I've found, and a lot of people say as well that the band doesn't sound the same as they do on the recording, and that's probably a big factor as to why. Yeah. So yeah, I don't want it to. <laughs> yeah, because
0: like often it's like well, that, that's you know. just classic. That's a perfect
1: yeah. example of like being an artist. Yeah, like, the way that you you your outlook on how people perceive your music and the way that you perceive your music is so like. It's so different to, like, just the viewer. It's so beautiful, man. Yeah. And it's cool to hear that, like, you don't want the song to sound the same every time because it means a different thing every time. That would just
0: be really boring to play. Like, (laughs) I don't feel like that every time, you know. (laughs) That's so cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I guess it's like what we were talking about with images. Yeah. Like, even, because you were saying about your Instagram and how thinking about changing up styles. Yeah, yeah. and, And... Trying to add new elements and things. It's like yeah. if you do something for a long time, yeah. it can get a bit stale. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's like figuring out how can you still like do the same thing. Yeah, because you love that thing, which yeah, is like yeah. traveling and meeting people. Yeah, but expressing it in a different way, right? Yeah. So like, I guess like for me, it's like music and storytelling. Yeah, but the story doesn't have to be told the same way, and the music doesn't have to be played the same way. Yeah, it's just I want to do those two things. Yeah but just in any way possible. Yeah. yeah, man, this is some seriously cool stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's one of those things about genres as well. Like, yeah. People get really stuck into thinking bands need to sound the same forever. Yeah, yeah. And I used to think that as well about some of my favourite bands, like, oh, the new stuff's all right, but yeah, it's yeah. not the same as the old stuff. You know, like, like, <laughs> yeah, the classic <laughs> But it's one. like, of course everyone's changing. Yeah. I guess it's up to me to make that like known in my music that it's always just going to be changing.
1: yeah. One of the things that uh, I've found myself talking to a lot of photographers about lately is, like, when it comes to looking at your gallery of images over time, like, it, it's easy to, like, look back and be like, oh, I'm so bad back then, like, <laughs> what is going on with these photos? Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's beautiful just to watch the progression of, like, your development and where yeah. you're at and, like, and comparing it to things that were going on in your life because mm-hmm. a lot of the time, like, there's, it's a reflection of, like, What's going on? You know, so yeah. it's it'd be the same with music. That I totally. guess, like, if you're influenced by. Yeah, yeah. So how do you feel? And yeah, things. just about embracing
0: it and yeah, seeing where you can take it. I find it weird when people delete their old stuff. Yeah, yeah. I love keeping all my old stuff. Yeah, and looking back see at it, and just like. The change. Yeah. I find it influences me a lot as well. Yeah, but part of it's like that feeling of like remembering who you were you yeah, know yeah. that can be kind of like nostalgic and a bit like romanticizing yeah, you know, yeah. some like older time when you were amazing and free you know yeah. but also <laughs> it's like you know just realizing that nowadays you might get caught up in like work or like you know adulting yeah you know? Like, yeah we've got to make money we've got to do this <laughs> i've got to do that i have to do these things but yeah then when sometimes when you look at your old work yeah. And you just remember, like, whoa, I remember that night. I just, like, stayed up all night and I yeah. wrote that song. And yeah. it's, like, yeah, it's a bit, like, shitty. But, like, yeah. I remember doing that. Yeah. And that's, like, what progressed for me. Like, yeah. that's how I got better. Yeah. And it's, like, well, I should I should still be doing that. That's who I still am, you know. Yeah. So I find it good to look back, like, for that reason. so cool, man.
1: I don't really have many regrets, but it's definitely one of the biggest things I regret was, like, the vanity of, like, oh, I don't want to have all these photos, like, up there for people to see like I should have just embraced like where I was at and what yeah. I was doing with my life then because it, looking back now it would be beautiful just to watch like the type of person I was and what I valued and mm. like what I like looked for in life and like how that's changed over the years yeah. and I guess it would be the same with your music like your stuff now is probably completely different to like what it was when it was you and in. Totally. not only because it wasn't just an expression of you it was like mm. his influence as well but you were also at a different kind of place then I guess yeah
0: And I I hear the influence that he gave me now as well. It's like I can see that in my music. Like I I hear him, like his voices in my music because of just how much we played together, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really,
1: really awesome. No (laughs) way, man. Yeah, Yeah. I love that. And um, when you are kind of away travelling, this is a pretty like, uh, I guess artsy kind of diversion to take at this (laughs) point, but I was... I was just—I'm just thinking back to when you were traveling, and you said you were trading your music. Was there a general kind of appreciation for like your expression when you're in a different country playing the same tunes, or because they didn't understand your music, was it like you couldn't really connect in the same way? Yeah. Because like when you're was, here and you're yeah. like speaking English in yeah. your in your music, it's like easy for people to connect. But mm. it'd be interesting to hear like how people
0: that don't speak English yeah. can kind of. It was different in different countries. Yeah. But like. As well, my language of music is pretty. Like, I'm not the biggest person to use words, yeah. and my words are pretty abstract anyway. Like if you listen to most of my songs. Well, yeah. that's
1: what makes you so unique.
0: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah, beautiful. I guess, I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, like I don't know. You, a lot of people say like I can't really understand what I'm saying because I mumble a bit and I talk like I sing really soft as well. Yeah, which I like. Like that's what I want to do. That's and who you are. Yeah, it's it's like my thing. Yeah. Um. And so, I guess that kind of means that the language that I'm using is more of like the melody and the song and yeah. the actual the sound of yeah, what I'm yeah. doing. Yeah. So I guess in that sense, it was like easier to interact with people because yeah I was just playing music it doesn't really matter what I was saying like, yeah yeah people feel what you're talking about yeah and that's the beauty of music you know and yeah. photos you know yeah. like you can show someone a photo and they'll just understand it in yeah, some yeah. way yeah it doesn't have to be written, anything written on it or anything so yeah but definitely like certain places India um people are just not used to seeing music yeah out, like randomly you know it's like busking is not a thing yeah <laughs> yeah but we just did it anyway <laughs> yeah it's like weird um, especially because there's so many people like probably, people probably like what the hell Yeah, is this what are they doing, they doing? like yeah. why are they out here <laughs> like <laughs> what yeah and like malaysia they're weird singapore weird yeah yeah like <laughs> yeah just weird in, in certain countries, because they don't expect it. Yeah. Um, but still, there's an appreciation, you know. A lot of people are like, wow, this is kind of nice, but yeah. should they be here? Like, you yeah, know, yeah. Because it's so weird, yeah. But, yeah, other countries, like European countries, people just like music. And, yeah, they can appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, one thing, the last time I uh, watched you
1: perform live, I remember um, pretty vividly just the way that you were when you were singing the words. Like, it looked like you were really connected to each word, mm-hmm. and I guess... Like, if you were visually watching you, like walking by and you just watched you singing, you could kind of connect with where you were going with your music as well, which is another kind of artsy angle to look at things. But that's what I think it is. Yeah, I think that is
0: how it. That's why music anyway.
1: Yeah, like live music, I guess, is so much more appealing to go because then you can see like the artist singing the words. Like
0: I actually, I bought my friend's CD. Ryan, he's a drummer. Yeah just the other day and when i watch him play live it's insane like he's he's probably my favorite drummer yeah um like ever yeah <laughs> and yeah and he's just like around the corner <laughs> which is insane. so sick yeah um but it was just really weird because when i listen to it in the cd format yeah. there's just this whole other energy because yeah. he's not there yeah yeah so yeah. I, I was like I had to snap out of that and be like, oh, just imagine that he's playing it. Yeah. And there was like, I just had so much more fun doing that. So what? It is like... When you were just listening to the CD and he wasn't and actually just, playing yeah, it Yeah, and you... just like thinking about him playing it. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, I think like performing live is... There's like a huge, awesome element to that. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. That's
1: sick. And um, when you kind of like... When you when you play live and there's people coming to watch you is there like pressure and how do you kind of like is there pressure when you play live in front like when people especially if people are paid to come into the venue like it's a bit different to busking or whatever like I'd imagine when you're busking and someone throws some money and it must be like a pretty humbling moment but like when people are paid and they don't really know like how
0: you're going to perform on the night there must be like an interesting energy that you feel when you're up there well busking is like you you don't really have anything to lose, so you're just doing whatever, right? Yeah, you're yeah. Just making up words sometimes, just like you know, whatever. It's it's pretty. free. Hindu it's comes free. in, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's pretty free, I guess, in that sense. Yeah. Um, do you feel that freedom on the stage as well? I do. Yeah. Because there is kind of a, a little bit of pressure because, like, yeah, people are paying to come watch and stuff. Yeah. But I guess I've always like tried to make it. You know I don't I play in like small venues with like a, you know 30 so 40 really people yeah. yeah and like the whole idea of my band and the way that I write things yeah. on on both social media and like just like in real life as well you know the way that I talk it's yeah. pretty it's pretty like casual and free and like you know it's yeah. just for the music really yeah so that kind of gets rid of a lot of the pressure yeah yeah um, I guess I really trust the people that I perform with firstly yep. to just like play and feel free yeah and myself as well to do that so i guess when that whole like mentality is there around the music it just like gets rid of all that fear that you would have in like oh we're supposed to play this and it's supposed to be this good you know like, yeah it doesn't really matter because yeah know, man, everyone kind of knows where you're at beautiful to yeah. hear man <laughs> yeah it's really cool so refreshing
1: because like a lot of people that i've spoken to lately that yeah. um I like yourself with, like, Artsy, and they have aspirations and, like, different things they want to achieve. They put a lot of pressure on themselves to yeah. be a certain way, so it's so mm. refreshing to hear that you just, like, embrace where you're at <laughs> yeah. and, like,
0: what you're feeling and, I like, think trust as well is just super... I'm really lucky to play with all the musicians that I have that I have played with. Yeah. And I guess I've learnt, like, a lot from different people. Yeah. And... I, I definitely didn't start off this way, like I started off having really really clear visions of like who I had to be and who I wanted to be and stuff like that, yeah which was kind of like led to my downfall really yeah you know that kind of pressure and that expectation on yourself yeah it's just it's not really needed as soon as you let go of that and kind of I mean it's always going to be shifting like up and down yeah, yeah. but the more you, the more I let go of that, yeah it's just been better for me like I've been able to think more positively about myself. Mm-hmm and when i make mistakes it's like i don't really care mistakes yeah. are good yeah. often like most of the time things that go wrong are like way better it yeah. makes music sound better well there's you no know. mistakes in there's, art right yeah like <laughs> you you would know as well <laughs> <laughs> literally like yeah it's certain mistakes are like you know they can hurt a bit yeah. like yeah there's there are some things where people Kind of, I guess the fear with the mistake thing is that people are going to judge you. Like, yeah. you know, you play badly at a venue um, or you post a bad photo or something, or you make a bad book and people yeah, will forget that you can make good stuff in quotation marks. You yeah, know? Like, yeah. You, there's like this, what is good. Yeah, and there is a judge judgment. People yeah. do judge other people. Like, yeah, that's yeah. the truth of it. Yeah. But it's like, why, um, why let, let that, that hold you back? Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah.
1: Like, yeah, it's a bit of a wasted thought, isn't it? Just, yeah. like, getting caught up on how someone else thinks yeah. you, like, performed or, like, what did they think of that yeah. photo or whatever. And it's a
0: double-edged sword because you do, like, you do care what people think because people are going to listen to your music and feel those thoughts, you know. It's yeah. all about sharing and connecting. Like, that's what we would all say as artists, you know. Yeah. I do this because I want to, like connect with people and share my stories and listen to other people's stories yeah. so if you didn't care what people thought we'd well, like what's the point yeah, <laughs> but <yeah>. also <laughs> on the other side it's like i guess when bad things happen you got to just remember that like people may think badly of you for that one moment but that doesn't mean like the world is over yeah, <laughs> you, know, like, yeah. you can still create more things or like everyone makes mistakes everyone you got to learn in some way yeah yeah so yeah it's not like don't care what people think but it's like like learn from what they think ask yeah. them why was it bad or like you know what i mean like yeah, you yeah. can you can actually 100%. gain a lot more from that negative feedback yeah than just like you know i can get yourself down hundred you percent that's yeah. <laughs> really inspiring stuff man yeah and i think
1: a lot of people listening can would really like there'd be so like a lot of people really they need to hear something like that to get permission almost so it's like like, I know that's maybe yeah.
0: not how you are, but well, a lot of... I needed permission to yeah. do that, you know, from other people, like, watching other people be like, you know, make a mistake and then just be like, eh, and just keep going. I yeah. was like, that for me was permission, you yeah. know? Like, really good musicians I've yeah. seen make mistakes mid-set yeah. and just, like... Embrace it. Not even care, yeah. <laughs> you know? And that just... Everyone just moved on with them, yeah. right? That's so kind cool. of it in a small setting,
1: yeah. So cool. Yeah. No, I... I man i'm really stoked with some of the stuff (laughs) that you've said there that's that's like and for me as well like not only like people listening but every time i chat to someone uh that is doing something artsy because it's a kind of new pursuit for me it's so like nice to hear how other people are experiencing the world around them and how they're embracing similar issues that like have come up in my life so it's pretty pretty nice for me to hear as well I want to kind of tangent into photography now cool like and how you kind of got into that and then started to like as your skill set improved you found different ways of like to express yourself initially and then like just different how different landscapes I guess nature kind of influences what you shoot and then I noticed you kind of started to specialise Or like take interest more in the astro kind of stuff. So it'd be cool to hear how you got
0: into that. (laughs) Whoa, that's like five years of my life. Question. (laughs) Um, Take as long as you want. (laughs) (laughs) We have five years. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I was going to make a really stupid science joke, but I'll leave that for later. (laughs) Five years. What is time? (laughs) Um, Well, that's a whole. That's for a different podcast. We'll we'll have to do that on a sequel. (laughs) Um, yeah, I guess I started off with the travely kind of stuff, just photographing where I was, who yeah. I was with, the people that I was around. Yeah, I was kind of looking back at those things. I was, I really loved those photos that I took. Yeah, um, a lot of them are just of interesting people that I met. Yeah, and yeah, and like that, and they have little words under them, like their stories and things. So yeah, I really yeah. loved that. That's kind of how it started using those photos to write music. Yeah, and then. I got, a bit, I got a bit better at um, shooting things a bit quicker, you know, yeah. like... Just a faster shutter. Be- <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> I good. couldn't help it. Yeah. <laughs> Jokes galore. Um, just like, yeah, I guess I did get better at shooting the settings, right? Like yeah, shooting yeah. manual, getting it really quick and shooting what I really wanted to. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, but I think the biggest step in like my photography stuff from like moving from just shooting like whatever and the people around me yeah. to creating like whole other stories yeah. was when I learned how to edit properly yeah and that was kind of a long process it was just like a bit of uni a bit of my own just like playing around with it mostly just me playing around with it but someone I can't even remember who did it I think it was like a few people they showed me like Lightroom yeah. How to properly use what were you using before Photoshop? Yeah, yeah. But this was when Lightroom was pretty, like, still pretty new. New to the scene. Yeah. So I was like, eh, whatever. Like, yeah. I'm what not gonna use Lightroom that. Stuff? Yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna use that. Traditionally, we use Photoshop. Yeah. We use Photoshop over here, and then I used it once, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> never using Photoshop again. Yeah. But literally, like, Lightroom <laughs> changed my life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just batch editing and really learning how to change, like, color color grading, yeah. um, using curves tools, um, being able to, like, spot edit and, and just change things out, cropping images, like, all of that, I just, like, learned so much from from different people showing me all of their styles. Yeah. And I think, yeah, as soon as I learned these different styles... It just, like, shot off to a new level. Because I could, I could go out and shoot something really, like, just normal. Yeah. And then just recreate it into whatever I wanted to. Yeah, know? man. Like, and I guess you understand that. Hey, with, yeah, like, colour color stuff. When you see a raw image, you're like, what should I do with this today? Yeah, you know, like, yeah. I guess there's so much... You can just create your world in these little images and it's really awesome. Yeah, as soon as you um, like
1: import it, you just look at it and you just like hmm. go across the tools <laughs> yeah. and you're like, oh, we, don't, we don't want to start here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and presets is a whole other game because it's like instant world change, right? It's yeah. like world Crazy, one, world man. two. Yeah. Dark, crazy world, or like really bright, happy world. You know, like same image but different feeling. You can tell a lot about a person by reading what they name their presets. Yeah, yeah. As well. dark two plus plus. Yeah. yeah, like, like where are you going with that? Plus, in your head yeah, <laughs> plus plus bracket blurry sharpening. Two. Yeah, yeah, like man, my names are terrible. Yeah,
1: I look at some of them like, what was I even thinking <laughs> with that? Where was I at? Yeah,
0: dude, so good. I guess um, that's
1: kind of we're at like a pretty complex stuff there. Some people that aren't yeah, even like. Into like don't even know what Lightroom are. Mm. I'm probably like getting a little bit confused there.
0: Yeah, well, software to, yeah. <laughs> to edit photos, Sof- basic to software to edit photos. photos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but like I think I actually think that that was a huge leap, and I think it's really important because I've gone to a lot of workshops. Yeah, and I've done quite a few workshops as well for people now, yeah. and. It just never... No one ever taught me that stuff. People yeah. always focus so much on, like, how to use a camera. Yeah. Like, that doesn't even matter anymore. Like, yeah. you literally just put it on auto, press the button, done. Yeah. Like, it's, it's all about it's editing. huge, man. The DSLR yeah. kind of
1: taken the game completely away from, like, having to know and be an expert about yeah. all the settings and just changed it so there's, like, more of an emphasis on, like, what you actually want to do with an image exactly. and what you want to it's express. It's more about the storytelling. Yeah. And no
0: one... I mean, people do teach it but it's it takes a while for people to teach that. You yeah. Know, there yeah. aren't that many workshops on like editing and people yeah. don't really include that. Because it's a bit annoying and time consuming. Yeah. You know, it's hard to at a workshop like rip out your laptop and be like,
1: Well, all right, yeah. here we go, yeah. I'm
0: gonna show you how to edit. And there's a million and one different yeah. ways different I've, avenues of I've, I've you started take doing that yeah. at workshops. When I hold workshops I get my laptop out and yeah. I get everyone around me and I go, This is how you edit a photo. Like yeah. and I don't say like this is how you do it like hundred yeah. percent but this is how I do it. Yeah. And this is what you can yeah, do. Yeah. Well, there's no like distinct way that you have no. to do it. That's the and then I send I send everyone my presets. Yeah. And I send them that preset that I make on that night. Yeah. And I think because I never got that right. Yeah. Yeah. So that because that changed everything for me. Yeah. It's just how to edit photos.
1: Well, that's one yeah. of the most um, one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to talk to you so early in the podcast mm. was that like the way that you are giving back already to like you've learnt so much so quickly and now you're giving back so it's super cool to hear some insight into like how you're giving back specifically Mm. because like going from like such a novice to so autonomous in such a short amount of time is like you would have learnt so much so quick man so there's just like cutting out all this stuff that was such a waste of time and focusing on this stuff that is like stuff you need to know and Mm. like then sharing that just like it's such a powerful thing for people to get, like, yeah. access to. Well,
0: I was really lucky, pretty yeah. much. All the things that I know are because nice people have helped me, you know.
1: That's, Even that's beautiful.
0: Like, with... Yeah, it is. I'm so, like, far out. Yeah, <laughs> man. I'm so lucky to be able to have people that really just... Care. ...took the time. Yeah. Re- but, like, really took the time. And they asked me, you know, like... Come over my house and I'll teach you how to do this. Like I'll teach you how to record a guitar properly. You know, I'll teach you how to do this. Or I'll give you this equipment so you can do it. Yeah. So many people have done it with music, with my music, with my photography, and now, even though I would never have expected it, with science stuff that I'm doing, with maths and physics, people ask me to like, you know, hey, do you need help with this equation? I had never thought that would be a thing. Yeah. And I think it's so important. To, like, just do that. Always yeah. always be, like, wary. I'm always, like, wary. Like, if I see someone who's, like, struggling yeah. with a really simple thing that I know how to do, it's yeah. like, well, why would you just walk past? Yeah, it literally would take you, like, five seconds to explain something to yeah. someone else. It's so, so cool, man. And it's
1: also so nice, like, to hear it firsthand that there is stuff like that going on because especially, like in social media and like in the media in general there's a lot of focus on the negative things that are going on yeah. and there's a big emphasis on like complaining and looking on the negative mm. so it's like ref- be refreshing to hear for people that it's like well there's actually people out there that do care so like where can I find them and like mm. what like like why do they care and it's like just passion really isn't it like I think everyone you, wants the, to help hey yeah that is that for, the me, driving it's,
0: for you? it's a passion yeah I guess I don't know. I don't know if I feel passionate about things. I guess I do. I should. I don't know. That's (laughs) such a hard question. Like, because it's so up and down. Sometimes you make stuff, and you're like, I feel sad today. I feel like not so good today. I don't want to play guitar today. Exactly. The other day, I had to go and shoot some stuff, and I just like didn't really want to. Yeah. And I felt pretty terrible. But then I got there, and it kind of helped me a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: Gets you in the mood of it as well. Sometimes I reckon, like, if I'm not feeling motivated to do like especially shooting if I'm like oh I really I just don't want to and I'm not doing it just to pick it up and start doing it I'm like oh, all right yeah like, yeah, this all right, is
0: yeah exactly it's, yeah
1: but it's so yeah it's so I want to get back into the editing thing because that's mm. super intriguing for me and a question that I get a lot mm. like people that want to get into like the travel photography stuff which mm. is like where you started and I'm still kind of <laughs> at that stage and it's like a lot of people are always focusing on like how do I do post-production like where to go to and I always suggest people just to like get an initial to get an initial start just to like open Lightroom up and just put your photo in there and just play around man like people are like oh like how do you get that effect or whatever and it's like I just got it just by playing around like the combination of colors like in for me in my head I just think like orange and yellow makes brown, like, well, does it make brown? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, but yeah, yeah, just probably. like... Probably. Try it. So yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> that's a beautiful thing. So, like, is that yeah. what happened with you? They like, kind of, like, people that were teaching you were just pushing you in the right direction and just encouraging you to find out for yourself?
0: Yeah. Well, going back on the idea of, like, the negative thing, Yeah. there, there is, like, quite a bit of that. That, like, does kind of frustrate me. People try and hide the information they know. Yeah. For some reason... A lot of people think that they, like, own their style or they own their idea or whatever, stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, on one hand, there is, like, a certain ownership that you need to, like, work as an artist. Yeah. But on the other hand, it's, like, the sharing thing is really important. Yeah. And, yeah, with the editing, like, I, I did kind of just play around with it. But it yeah. was also the the kindness of people that had a specific style. Yeah. Know? Like, like if, if I if I messaged someone, yeah. they would literally just, like, send me their preset or yeah. send me a video being, like, this is how I made my one, yeah. you know? And that was it. Because, I mean, the reality of it was that I didn't want to, like, I didn't want to just, like, steal their preset. But yeah. I, I just wanted to learn how. You yeah, know? I yeah. wanted to know, like, whoa, like, how did they do that? Yeah. And how can I use that to, like, make my stuff? Yeah, you know? yeah. So there's, it's it's really, like... It's, it's a hard balance, mm. you know. I guess with all of these things, they're all kind of, like, double-edged on both on all of these, these things because there's, like, a certain balance that you want to have with, like, helping people yeah. and then, like, also keeping your creative style. Yeah, but like, I always think it's just better to give people. Yeah. Just give people everything, you yeah. know. Like, you know things. If I have presets, if anyone wants them, just, like, ask me and I'll give them to you, you know. Like, <laughs> there's... Because... I mean, one of like a million people will yeah. like exactly copy it and take yeah. it as theirs, you know.
1: Yeah, most most people mean good. Yeah, they, they just genuinely well. want to learn. Yeah,
0: and and try things.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure, man.
0: Yeah. And
1: um, when you like, I know you're kind of into the Astros stuff now. Yeah. But when you first started getting into photography, or into travel, was it was it a certain location where you were like? You just and a certain, I guess, skill level as well because it takes that to where you all started shooting space and you're like, Whoa, yeah.
0: Well, when I had my cannon, I guess your
1: physics kind of stuff,
0: probably that, that, came, later. The that oh, yeah? came later. Yeah, I would, I don't think I would go into maths before I went into like <laughs> yeah. space. Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely the other way around. Yeah, <laughs> um, totally for me, for me, some people do. Maths yeah. is cool. Um, yeah, so it was like I had. It's 60D which for people who don't know is kind of like a pretty entry level camera. Yeah. It's kind of like the one you'd probably buy as your first one. It's yeah. reasonable reasonably priced. Yeah. And it's okay. It's a DSLR. Fixed um, lens. It, I had I kit had lens. the kit lens yeah. so it was like 15 to I remember, 18 to 55. 55 God, yeah, 15. Yeah. 15. What and the limited about? aperture as well. Yes. 3.5 to 4.5. Yeah. Oh, oh, why are we talking about this? Yeah, no, nah, but I bought the fifty, the Nifty Fifty, yeah. so I bought a 50mm lens. Yeah, yeah, to start off with 1.8 aperture. Yeah. For the people who know that what just that means, would have yeah. the whole new world. Yeah. So that was pretty much what I started with. Yeah. And so that was really good, but you know, with that shooting low light, the colors would always be weird, and I'd never know. I always just thought I was a bad photographer. Yeah. Um, because you just can't push stuff as much yeah, with yeah. like a crop frame. Yeah. You're shooting. You're really shooting like 70 mil, not 50. So you're like yeah. always really close to stuff, and you're like, why am I so close? Which to everything? for landscape <laughs> photography, you've yeah. yeah. just been emphasised. Very weird. Yeah. Very weird. Yeah. <laughs> so then, like swapped over. I bought. I borrowed a friend's 60, and a, I bought a 50 mil Art Series lens. Yeah. So for those people, people that yeah. don't know. <laughs>
1: Uh, the smaller the number in the lens, the wider the lens is.
0: Yeah, so, so like 18 millimeters yeah. would be a wide lens, so you'd shoot like a whole landscape, whereas a 70 millimeter would be like a zoom in on someone's face kind yeah, of thing. perfect for yeah. portraits
1: and people. Yeah, and so
0: like I that. bought one that was like a wide one for yeah. landscapes, and I, brought, I bought one that was... portraits but also I bought a new camera that could shoot much better in low light yeah and the lenses as well they were made for low light they have 1.4 aperture which means that the hole opens really big yeah so more light can get in yeah um so just like the combination of those two things meant that I could start shooting pretty much in the dark like I just walk around at night and that's I just found I was like this is what I want to be shooting like this is I love this this time of day I'm always out at this time you know like just after sunset, yeah, that's like when I'm out, you know. Yeah, it's <laughs> um, such a cool
1: thing to be like yeah. walking around in the dark, and then you click the click your shutter on the camera, and it's like light. When yeah, you look at it, you like, a, whoa, it's daytime, <laughs> yeah. so weird, and so
0: weird. Just pushing those settings. Yeah, that that was the space time, really. That was when I got into it, yeah, because I just could, you know, the camera allowed me to, yeah. and I did shoot. I shot a bit on the sixty before, yeah, but it just it never turned out. You know, you see images and you're like, I want to shoot like that. And yeah. you can't really because yeah. I guess sometimes the equipment you have does limit you a little bit yeah. to do certain things. Or it's really, really hard to do it. Yeah, You, know, you need to sure. be skilled already to yeah. be able to use old equipment. And yeah. Then, yeah. Well, I guess that's
1: why they have the entry level because it's like mm. for the for the people that are first coming in, it's more about just like learning about how it kind yeah. of works. But when you stuff. kind of got that down pat and you start getting interested mm because your skills allow you to kind of be a bit more curious, that's when you need to upgrade to a yeah. camera that gives you the flexibility to shoot what you want, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes, it is annoying sometimes because you don't even know what you could do yeah. until you get it. Yeah. And then it's like when I got it, I was like, whoa, the colours. Like, yeah, you were just so ready so for sharp it. and yeah. it was exactly what I needed. Yeah. It was like... I couldn't believe it. I yeah, was like, I'm not a terrible photographer. Eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's it's not me. <laughs> well, it's my the photos camera. look like the ones <laughs> I've seen in the paper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and yeah, space then was just yeah, it was the go. I just started shooting a lot of kind of long exposures of just the Milky Way and stuff like that. Yeah, and then I went to Iceland and shot a lot of that, which brought me back. And the Northern Lights. That's yeah. just it's really that's just lucky. A, the photography pinnacle. there, that is. <laughs> Yeah, until you do it and then there's another one. <laughs> and then after you, it. Yeah, yeah. Well that's a,
1: man, that's been a common thing I've noticed with almost every person I've spoken to is aspirational. They're yeah. like they get they're like, Oh in my head like when I get there I'll be happy, like mm. that's where I wanna be and then you do it and you're like, Well like I wanna be there now. Yeah. It's like you just constant yeah, journey. Yeah, it's a
0: constant journey. I never really feel like I wanna be a certain thing or I wanna do a certain thing like that heavily yeah know. yeah that whole thing just kind of came up really randomly jared and ben photographers benjamin hardman and jared saying we're doing a little workshop there yeah and it was the first one they were doing so got a few like mates and a few other people yeah, to yeah. go <laughs> test it out see if it worked fine and yeah it was sick test the system yeah it yeah. works really well and they do that often now they're holding another one this winter actually are you going to that um, one no nah, nah. one was enough i'm not yeah well i mean. I'd love to again but yeah I, yeah. I think I just other factors go that, on my that kind own of now. affect it yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I know how to yeah. do, do it now yeah Ben taught so much like Ben was one of the people who really because he lives there yeah Um, and he just knew exactly how to shoot it yeah and he wasn't one of the people that would hold the off the Northern you know? Lights or yeah was he, he lives in Iceland
1: so there was a specific emphasis on the Northern Lights yeah because yeah. we Lights were going in shop. winter and yeah. it was
0: like a really good time for that yeah um and basically he was just like, These are the settings. Yeah. This is my like you know, this is how I edit it, this is what I do. Yeah. Give it a shot. And we all gave it a shot. We all did it. And then but you see the images and they're all like different, you know. Yeah, yeah. So he was one of those people that just shared everything and It's so cool, man. So open. And everyone improved so much because of that. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And we're all on different parts or yeah. shooting different stuff. But Yeah. He just gave a lot, and that was really cool.
1: Well, there's a lot of value as well. Like, for me, a lot of my process of learning came from just watching YouTube videos, Mm. but there's a lot of value in learning from a person and just having the person there. So, like, those workshops are probably a super, like... Like, for anyone that's keen to get into photography, Mm. they're probably a super, like, vital tool, almost, to, like, accelerate
0: the learning. Workshops are good. I probably... I don't know if I would go on workshops like specifically to learn yeah. I'd go workshops more to like meet people and see their style and stuff like that yeah. I think learning is kind of just your thing, you yeah. know, you learn and when you have one-on-ones with people that's really good, you know, yeah. just ask people who you really, who you really like yeah. and who would give time to teach you Yeah, that's where you really learn I don't think fast learning ever works Yeah, um, those workshops are really good too because Ben did give that time yeah. But still, it was, like, one week really quick. And yeah. mostly, we're just shooting, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I think workshops are more, like, you know, you go and you meet a lot of people. You see all their styles. You can yeah. ask them a few quick questions and make a lot of good friends. Yeah. I think that's, like, the it's
1: good It's pretty, work. like, almost like a school camp. Just, like, spending, yeah. <laughs> spending so much time with the same people. You get yeah. to know them
0: so well. That's pretty much it, yeah. So cool. Yeah.
1: When um when I look at a night-lapse photo, yeah. like, for me, I'd probably because of... <laughs> <laughs> late for class (laughs) for me probably because uh i'm not like at the level where i'm ready to start getting to more like elite kind of stuff but Mm -hmm. the stars in my like nighttime photos are just tiny little dots Mm -hmm. but i was looking at your photos that you had in your um in the studio there and there's Mm -hmm. some like photos right up close (laughs) how do you kind of capture that stuff that's going on a bit closer to space in terms of, like, the lens and timing and, like, weather reports (laughs) and...
0: (laughs) Lens-wise, the lens is a telescope, so pretty much... Putting a telescope on your 6D. Yeah, that's, that's that's so cool. Exactly how it works. So telescopes, if you think about it, they look exactly like lenses yeah, because yeah. they are. <laughs> yeah. <that's>, surprise! <laughs> surprise! Yeah, surprise! Surprise! <laughs> but, yeah, pretty much. I um I have a T adapter, which is a telescope adapter. Yep. Take my lens off my camera, put the adapter on, and then just shove it into the end of the telescope. Yeah. Um and figure it out from there. Like what? set the settings. Um. And do that kind of stuff. Depending on the size of the telescope, um, you can zoom in at different lengths. You yep. can go wide or, or zoom. Um, depending on your camera, you can shoot different types of exposures. Yep. Um, and as well, because in space everything's moving and there's weather, you know, those yeah, of things. Yeah. So you do kind of have to plan. Yeah. Space photography is a lot about patience. Yeah. For me to take one really good photo like that, it's about 45 minutes to an hour. No way. And yeah, focusing stuffs really hard because you're shooting at night time. Yeah, it's hard to see what rack. what's in focus. Yeah, and and these you need to shoot don't at low Aperture as well, right? Well, the aperture is actually given by the telescope, so is that you don't right? get to choose it. You, it's whatever the telescope of course, is, right? Yeah. So you can only choose shutter speed or an ISO. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's it's really fun, and it's kind of a patience game, and. You, you don't see in colour. Your eyes aren't good enough to see in colour. So, Is that right? And telescopes show you everything upside down and back to front. Whoa. Um, you just into you know, a whole new realm. There's of... a lot of stuff going on. Right? Yeah. And it's just a whole different world. Yeah. And it's just really fun. I just, I love it. You see into the past. You get photographs of, like, literally stars exploding and Whoa. planets and um, just crazy stuff. Yeah. There are there is simple ways to do it. You can use a phone on a little telescope. I have a telescope in my car. I take it everywhere. No way. And I just put my phone up to that. You can take photos of Saturn and the moon. And what? Fine. Saturn looks like a tiny dot, but the moon looks really nice. No way. Yeah.
1: Fire out, man. So some of the <laughs>
0: photos that you had in,
1: there, uh, in the, in the um, studio there, they yeah. were from a long time ago, you were saying?
0: Yeah, a few of them from from a while ago. Yeah. Um, most of them are quite new, like over the last year that I've been shooting. Yeah. Um, and they're kind of a mixture of telescope images that have been done on computers, so yeah. they kind of just shoot themselves um, yeah. over time. You kind of set up the exposure times, and they have to shoot in three colours as well. You shoot in red, green, and blue, and you capture for those different wavelengths. Yeah. So... The sun emits light that's white. Um, But if you just capture red light, then the whole sun would just look red. Yeah. If you just capture the blue light, it would just look blue. Yeah. And green, it would just look green. And then you put them all together and it turns white. So everything, that's how everything works. That's even how our normal cameras work. Yeah. Um, But you just don't see that whole process. Yeah. So with space photos, you have to do that whole process yourself. Manually. Yeah. So I shoot three images. Like, let's say I was taking a photo of Saturn. I'd take one image that's red, one image that's green, one image that's um, blue, yeah. and then I'd overlay them, and then it would turn into the colour that it should. Whoa. And you take different exposures for each one because certain wavelengths of light get into our atmosphere better. Yeah. Um, the camera can see certain colours a bit better as well. Yeah. There's all these settings on your camera, that, like on our normal cameras, our, our iPhones as well, um, that will make certain colours like softer. I think green there's a lot of green, like cameras pick up and our eyes pick up green really intensely. Yeah. So it softens the green and it pushes up the reds and the blues. So you have to do that when you're photographing.
1: That is so cool, man. Yeah. And that's like the beauty of like Photoshop and post-production then, mm-hmm. I guess, because then you're in control of how much of yeah, each. Yeah, you can just do whatever so you just want. there's a million right? different ways you that's can take that. That's the man. fun of it, right? It's yeah. like,
0: I mean, all this stuff sounds all complicated and blah, blah, blah. But like, in reality, you know what, something should look like so you can just play around it yeah. with it until you get it and then you slowly learn all these little tricks and tips yeah and and they like accumulate into you being able to shoot something really quickly sweet man yeah
1: and so where can uh for people that are interested where can they uh when can they expect your book that you've got <laughs> there to be well <laughs> out on the line i'll
0: have it i'll have it done in about a week and a half yeah, and then after I've made a nice big book of it, I'm gonna make little um, iBook versions, yeah. and little zines of it. So that would probably be in the next month. Um, Sweet, yeah. Man. But a lot of those photos are on my website, yeah, which is just myname.com. <laughs> yeah, it's Al Kanger Yeah, it's long. I don't know. I'll why put yeah. <laughs> it it's like yeah, oh, it's Al Remember how to
1: spell that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll chuck the link to that in the show notes as well. Yeah. But um, also, do you have any workshops coming up for anyone that's in the West
0: Australian region that might be Mm. interested in... I don't have any workshops coming up. I actually just did one on space stuff and nighttime photography. But anyone's welcome to just message me anyway. And I'll just like... Teach them everything I know. Yeah. If they just ask. <laughs> is that so, on yeah. Instagram or? Anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Facebook, Instagram. You got an
1: email as well. Email. I'll grab yeah. all them off you and <laughs> <Yeah. little laughs> whack them in the show notes so yeah. we don't have to go through spelling Kanga Parabio <laughs> five different times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sweet, so man. Good. No, it's been a super, super interesting chat. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you wanted to say before we wrap things up?
0: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, Thanks, of course, man.
1: man. It's, it's been really fun. Yeah, it's been a real fun conversation yeah with some super inspiring stuff there for people that'll be tuning in i'm sure and been like really interesting for me as well just like i haven't really interviewed someone that's into music yet so it's been cool to hear your perspective on that as well yeah that's awesome sweet man <laughs> all right so there's uh i'll chuck all the links to your uh instagram website email and um the link to your website. Webs- Wait, no, we hello. said that. We said that. <laughs> yeah, and music? some updates on the book oh, yeah. and the okay. music. Oh, and the music as well. Everything. Yeah, yeah. so much. There'll be some a pile of links. It'll be of a, links. <laughs> a big essay <laughs> show notes. No, all the stuff will be there. I'll put it at the top so it's super easy to find. <laughs> Sweet man, thanks for the thanks for your time. No worries. And that's a wrap. What were your thoughts? What did you reckon? I was a super interesting guy. He's such a beautiful human with a lovely, lovely heart and such great tone. I love the direction that he's taking life and I think he had a lot of wisdom to share there which I think resonated really well with me and I hope it connected well with you. If it did resonate well with you, would love to hear your thoughts either by sending me a message. I love hearing your opinions and your ideas. Uh, So send me a message or leave a review on the podcast app. If you did enjoy the show, we've got plenty more interesting conversations coming up so just hit that subscribe button as well. Just want to take this time to say that I really appreciate everyone that's tuned in so far. It's been super humbling to have this as another avenue of expression and I've learnt that there's so many beautiful people out there doing so many beautiful things and I can't wait to keep meeting people and having these conversations. So I hope you're enjoying it as well. I'll be back next week with another instalment of Tiger Talk. In the meantime, keep spreading those cosmic vibes. Peace.